You and he were buddies, weren't you? Once. Listen, when I first joined this hospital, I was strictly solo. You were the first real buddy I ever had. But if you and he wish to be best buddies again, I won't stand in your way. everyone welcome to the online friend simulator because everyone can use a friend even online i am francis aka the other guy and this is the voice that hopefully will be friendly to you in some way shape or form in an increasingly unfriendly world how are you doing how's it going how are you enduring the either blistering heat of summer or the uh, sweltering cold, sweltering (laughs) cold of winter, if you're from the southern hemisphere. So, just, I'm in a mood today. I'm in a mood for, I've been in a mood for a while. First off, I want to apologize, I've been, and I've been doing that a lot lately, I want to apologize to everyone for a later show. I haven't been sticking to my once a week regimen, as I had promised. I'm preparing for a trip. I'm writing stuff. I know there's a lot of excuses I'm giving right now, but I'm I'm surprisingly busy lately. And unfortunately, things go to the wayside, like a podcast. I'm trying to find... um, I'm just trying to change things in my life at the moment. A lot of them are pretty big. A lot of them are pretty hefty. And so as they happen, I'll be happy to talk about it here on the simulator, let you know what's going on in my world, as I normally do, because right now things are going great. You know, things are doing well. Um, watched some movies. I'll be watching some movies for a while. I'll be watching the Fast and Furious film this upcoming Saturday, because I'm a, I'm a weird loyalist to that movie, that franchise. I've watched every film except Tokyo Drift. Because I feel like Tokyo Drift is like a, I don't know, what is it? It's a, a spinoff of the original nanology, because <laughs> it's at nine now. I don't even think that's the right word, but it's nine movies. Nine movies. That's insanity. But there's nine films so far in the Fast and Furious franchise, and for some reason, I just keep going back. I don't remember any of the storylines, I don't remember any of the enemies, I just remember having a good time watching cars race around a city, or around, I don't know, islands, like in, I wish I could remember the Japanese version of Hobbs and Shaw, it's like super fast duo friends, it's a really funny name for the uh, Hobbs and Shaw movie. But I, you know, I watch those and I'm just, I don't know why I'm so interested. I don't know why I'm so dedicated to this film franchise. I feel like I guess I've gone this far. I might as well keep going. Yet I missed one anyway. So I don't know. Anyway, so that's kind of what's up with me. I have a trip uh, to see The Significant Other soon, which is great. I have um, just a lot going on. I have a short story that I'm writing that I'm actually making that I don't think is actually very good. (laughs) I'm beginning to realize... I will, I've been under the delusion that I've been a good writer. I mean, I'm an okay writer. I don't think I'm a great writer. I'm an okay writer. I come up with some witty snippets every once in a while that I can put from you know pen to paper. But for the most part, I don't think I'm very 
articulate writer. I don't think I'm very uh, creative. Um, I feel like I'm troping it a lot when it comes to my writing. But it's also because I don't write very often. I think this is the last time I've written anything has been years since I've been writing this short story about uh, dragons, uh, which will be in a, in a book, which is kind of cool. So go check that out. I, I hope to be done before the deadline, which is very, which is creeping very, very quickly. So there's that that's happening. But yeah, I'm also tossing out a question to you guys out there who listen. I appreciate everyone who listens. I'm glad that uh, that it's not that that there's new people coming in. It seems like at least listening. Uh, I'm I'm very thankful and grateful for people coming in and listening. Uh, I'm happy to see that there's a, that it's isn't just five people anymore. It's like it's growing. So welcome if this is your first time here. Glad that you can make it again. This is a place for those not familiar is just a place to where if you have an idea, if you have a thought, if there's something that's bothering you or something that's going on with you, to kind of let you know that you're not alone in feeling that way or thinking that way, you know. And hopefully I can provide some suggestions that may lead to solutions for your life and your world. Maybe not, but I'm hoping I'll say something, uh, I'll talk about something that'll that'll just snap into your brain like, oh, oh, I didn't, you're right, I, I didn't think of it that way, I didn't, I didn't. You know, I I don't do enough self-reflection. I don't do enough, you know, I don't, uh, I I don't take enough self, you know, self-responsibility, right? I don't, I don't, uh, personal responsibility. I don't do enough to improve my own life. I'm too content to kind of just wallow. Maybe that's you. Wallow. I shouldn't say that because, see, the funny thing is perfectly fine if you just kind of, I I don't see why people should ever bully you into not doing cruise control. I mean, if everyone did cruise control, that's terrible. But I believe that if you're in a place that you feel like, I can just, I just want to cruise through the rest of life. I don't see the issue with that. And I know that that's controversial because everyone should be contributing, right? Like we live in a society. We should be contributing to society. But I don't... That's not everyone's passion, right? Not everyone has a passion to provide. Like I have a, even though I don't do this as frequently as I should, like I said, like I said, I should be doing this once a week. I do this as often as I can and I'm passionate about it. I love doing this. I love doing the simulator. I love talking about making friends, finding love, you know, things like that. I'm a huge fan of people and how people interact. And, oh, I also I just realized I have to apologize for the fan. If you hear my fan, it's warm. <laughs> it's very warm uh, here in Southern California. So apologize for that ahead of time. But I'm a big fan of how people interact and how people think and how people go through life and, and what are their motivations and what makes them tick and, and why people do the things they do. Like, why are people nice? Why are people mean? Why are people evil? Why are people good? Why do people hate? Why do people love? Why does that happen? That, that goes through my mind a lot, you know. And sometimes you're not going to get an answer that makes you happy or satisfies you. But maybe you can find an answer within yourself that can get you moving forward in life and getting to you, getting you to where you need or want to be. So that's kind of what this place is. Anyway, um, enough of the exposition, I suppose. Let's get into the topic of tonight's 
I guess it's tonight. It's night for me. Tonight's uh, simulator, shall we? So what happened between you and this Renwick customer? All right. So, yeah, I, I, I know. Soundbite, weird sound bites. You're going to be hearing weird sound bites for, from here on out. Because I just realized I have a ton of sound bites I could use that are, to me, funny. I know they're not funny to anyone else. But to me, they're hilarious. Uh, and, and that was one of them from a, uh, a, I think it's a BBC show called Dark Place. It's um, supposed to be like a parody on 80s horror uh, TV shows. It's it, it, it's silly. It's weird. It's really, really dumb. But I don't know. I get a kick out of it. Anyway. So we're talking about manipulation. Spoiler alert for a movie that's coming out on iTunes TV or whatever the hell it's called iTunes Max, iTunes, I don't know, whatever the TV. So I don't have it. <laughs> I don't have the iTunes uh, streaming service, so I don't know what the name is. But there's a show that's coming out called The Shrink Next Door. And because I didn't have the service, I wanted to read up on this real life story. This actually happened to somebody. Okay. It was about a, sh- it was about a therapist that this rather wealthy, well-to-do, uh, a Hollywood-adjacent person was seeing. And when this therapist realized that this Hollywood type, I don't remember their names, I apologize, I don't remember their names, so I'm going to say therapist and Hollywood type. But when the therapist this, this realized this Hollywood type was experiencing you know, depression and was, you know, low self-esteem and seemed fairly malleable. And again, spoiler alert, if you want to watch the show, skip this whole thing. If you want to watch the show, it's starring uh, Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell. So if you want to see that, you want to see the hilarity. Apparently it's really sad, (laughs) but if you want to see that, skip what you're about to hear right now, because I find it fascinating. But this guy somehow manipulated Will Ferrell's character, the the uh, the Hollywood adjacent, into giving the therapist his mansion, his money, his everything. They, he ended up living. The therapist ended up taking over this dude's life, and this dude ended up being like the subordinate kind of repairman who couldn't even live in his own mansion that he owned ended up living like in a back house now i don't now mind you this is the real story i don't know if this if it's going to translate that way into the into the show but that's what happened right but this guy took advantage of this vulnerable person and used it obviously to his advantage right like he he gained a mansion from it he gained money he gained the ability to throw parties and all this stuff like this guy took it took just totally took this guy and even found his way into this guy's will. I believe, I believe he got his wife and his kids on his will and this guy's will. Like this is what he did. Not just to, to, to Will to, to the, the Hollywood adjacent guy. He did it to a bunch of people who he was treating, which is terrible, right? This guy is in a position of power and he has people who are coming to him because they're vulnerable, because they are hurting, because they're looking for help, they're looking for advice, they're looking for guidance. And he uses that guidance to manipulate and to bend them to his will. Now, that's a big extreme 
example, right? But I'm realizing more and more that a lot of people in our own lives, whether they are close to us, far away from us, you know, family, friends, these people can sometimes have ill intentions. And I see it a lot. You know, you can see the pattern, you know. Sometimes they'll speak for you, telling you what you think, how you feel. And maybe you're not mentally, your mental fortitude isn't strong enough to be like, no, wait, that's not how I feel. Maybe you're feeling down, you're out, you're sad, you're depressed, you're feeling like nothing good is happening in your life. And you look at that person and they're telling you, well, yeah, you're the worst person in the world or you hate this or you do that or whatever. And you start believing it yourself because you're not in a mental state to believe otherwise. And it's super tough to, to kind of get away from that. It's super tough to see the patterns and to see that what they're trying to do is kind of manipulate you and to they, they're, they're doing everything they can to, to bend you to their will, to make you feel like you're the bad guy and they're the victim, right? When in reality, it's the other way around, right? I don't want to say bad guy. Bad guy is such a, I think that's a pretty heavy word. But they're, they're the person, they're the perp, I don't know. Actually, I was going to say perpetrator, but that's, I think, I feel that's even worse. But, you know, I have it, I had it in my own life, right? I talked about last, uh, on the last simulator about my ex-wife and how she made me feel guilty for her cheating, right? It was my fault that she was cheating. It was my fault that she was with some other people, you know? Uh, that she dis- that it was my fault that she lied to me and all these things like it was my fault, right? I felt that way for a long time. I felt that way for years, you know. Uh, you know, and sometimes things will happen in my own life where I'm like, oh my god, I'm the one, I'm the bad guy, I'm the per- I'm I'm the terrible human being when I didn't do anything wrong because you know some you you get taught that way. Well, after a while, without kind of outside interference, you're going to start to, 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 to follow into a pattern and follow into a habitual way of thinking. And you'll find yourself giving into what the people who manipulate you are thinking and feeling. You begin to feel like you're the problem. You begin to feel like you're the issue. When in reality, the person in front of you is the one that's the issue. But let's say, you know, let's say, you're in that position, right? Let's say you're not, you're feeling that manipulation. Maybe you don't, maybe you don't. Actually, you, normally you don't, right? I mean, how else do you get a guy to give up your their mansion and their, you know, write you into their will if you feel like you're in control? You're quite, sometimes you're not. Sometimes you don't feel at all in control and you just let them kind of take you in and get you into this game and, and, and put the strings on you and play you like a puppet. Again, I understand. I've been there. I've done that. Right? But it's difficult to to cut those strings. It's so hard to cut those strings without somebody outside telling you otherwise. I had a, a friend of mine who every one of his friends thought that his girlfriend was manipulating him, was pulling his strings. Now, it's easy to kind of ignore things when you're in love. Ah, 
the blindness of love. Oh, love. Oh, sweet, sweet amour. Viva la romance. Like, you just look at it. You're like, ah. How can this woman or man whom I am so deeply in love with, how could they possibly do anything wrong to me? And then the people outside you are like, um, dude. Uh, they're, you know, come on. She's shitty like garbage. I don't think you should be with this person anymore. Ah, but the love. Abusive relationships, right? I can change him. I can make him better. Yes, he hurts me, but I can change him. And it's that it's so hard to break out of it. It really is. Sometimes you have to force someone out of it. Sometimes you have to just yank them from it for their own good. Yeah, they'll hate you. Yeah, they, they, they may spit in your face because in their head, they're like, no, 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 no. You're taking me away from a good thing, even though you see that it's a bad thing. You see beyond the mask. You see beyond the strings because you can see that this person is a terrible human being. And sometimes you have to be the bad guy to them. But in reality, you're being the good guy. I mean, that's the, that is kind of the cost of friendship. That's the cost of, of loving someone as a friend, right? You might have to sacrifice. Maybe not even sacrifice, because hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll see what you were doing later on and, and, and rekindle that friendship. Hopefully that's the case. But it's oftentimes you see it, right, where people are blinded by emotion. They don't see what's right in front of them. They don't see it because they're enraptured, right? They're... They're hypnotized by the whole thing. And to snap them out of it, you didn't hear that. I snapped my fingers. The weakest snap. Um, there you go. Uh, you snap your fingers, and they don't, you know, hopefully they wake up. And sometimes the snapping requires you to yank them from that situation. I'm not saying forcibly, right? Like, you, again, you know, they have free will, you know. But to, but try to get them out of that situation as as, as best as you can without harming them, obviously, because you don't want to be that. It's such a delicate, it's a delicate walk. But let's not go to the, the deeper end. Let's not go to the deep end of the pool, right? Because the deep end of the pool require, I think, requires professionals. I'm not a professional. I'm not a, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a social worker. I'm not a professional. You know, I studied it. That's it. I'm just like every other uh, person who does these types of shows, <laughs> giving you what I have experienced, giving you from my own experience, giving you the wisdom from my own experience, which may not be wise at all. Again, I'm an idiot. I am a moron. There's a whole episode about me, me being being a moron. So, but I feel that if you're that really, hopefully, you have those people around you. It's so much harder when you don't have those people around you, unless you're already aware. So if you 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 know cultivating that support group, cultivating people around you, those third parties, those people who can look at your situation and be like, what the hell is going on here? Why is this happening? We need people like that in our lives. And sometimes they're professional. Sometimes they're our friends. Sometimes they're our neighbors. Sometimes they're our siblings. You know, sometimes they're our parents. We have people in our lives, hopefully looking in on us and making sure that we're okay. If we, uh, as long as we don't cut them out, so as you can see, there's a lot of caveats to this, to this particular topic. And, I th and I, I'm terrible. This is, this is what's ter I, uh, terrible about me, because I try to see every angle of everything. This is why I don't hate people for the most part. 
because I try to see it from everyone's points of points of view. And you'll be you, and look, you can you can mad dog me all you want about that. That's fine. Mad dog me all you want about trying to see it from people's points of views. It's just how I roll, okay? It's how I roll. It's why I do this because I want to see everyone's points of view. I want to be able to see the world not just through my own eyes because I'm one person. I'm never going to experience everything all at once. I need other people. And so I hopefully can, you know, vicariously not live through them but be, be able to experience things and understand from their point of view anyway blah, that's a lot of you know word vomit there but being able to understand so everyone has a different way of of manipulation it could be guilt right maybe they guilt you into it oh well you didn't love me oh geez see look you didn't love me anyway why did you if you loved me, you would have done this. If you really cared about me, you would have done that. That's mean. <laughs> That's what I've experienced. Um, then there's those who speak your mind for you. Well, I know you. I know you so well. You know, because I know when you do this, this is what you mean. Like, I know you do this. I know you do that. I know you. And maybe they think they do, but they don't. I don't think every time know. Who really knows us, right? Outside of maybe a significant other or, you know, a close family member. But that's, you know, they'll use that against you. They're like, oh, I know you. And because they're a parent or a teacher even or uh, whatever, you know, whatever form of authority, even not even authority, maybe a sister or brother or best friend, I know you. It's like that that shouldn't be used against you. Yeah, maybe you do. Maybe you do. But sometimes they'll use those words as their weapon. Sometimes they'll, I mean, and sometimes I, I think the worst of it is, you know, when they, again, make you feel like you're the perpetrator and they're the victim. I wouldn't have been this way if you didn't do this. It's like, well, I didn't. What? You, what? <laughs> what? And then they get other people to say the same thing. Again, that's kind of why I believed it because I had other people like other people saying it to me. I was hounded, inundated. Of course, my memory is a little faded by now. It's a long time ago, but you know. But that's the thing, you know. They they look for your vulnerabilities and they use that against you. Be this is why self this is why self reflection to me is so freaking important because we need to know what our weaknesses are we need to know what our triggers are we need to know what the things are that make us feel the way we do we need to be aware because then when somebody uses it against us we know it's like wait a minute yes I hate that about myself and you're using that against me my low self esteem you're using that against me to manipulate me or to make me feel bad or to make me whatever. Like we, that's why it's so important that we know who we are as people, that we know who we are from the inside out. And I don't think people do because we're too busy on Twitter and on TikTok and on, you know, YouTube and on Facebook. And we're too busy looking at other people's lives like, oh, I wish that was my life. Oh, I wish I was them. Oh, look at that person. And that's cool and all. I think that's perfectly fine. But then we don't go and be like, well, what about my life? What am I doing? What am I, what am I, you know? Not what am I entitled to, but like, 
what is going on in my own life? What is going on in my own head? What is going on in my own heart? Why am I doing these things? What can I do to motivate myself? What can I do to push myself? What can I do to be better? What can I do to do better? And do those things. But we don't. Because we're distracted all the time. Always. We have a phone on our, you know. I used to have a phone that only dialed and sent text. That was it. I never carried a pager. I didn't have like a, 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 a PDF, PDF, no, a PDA, you know, the pocket device, digital assistant, pocket digital assistant. Didn't have that. Had none of that business. You know what I did? You know what I had? I had a, a flip phone or those old Nokia bricks. <laughs> like that's what I had. Now I have a phone. Now I'm, I can distract myself no matter where I am. I can read in the bathroom. I can... You know, uh, listen to podcasts in the car. I can, I'm always like, even I'm victim to this. I'm always distracted. You know, my self reflection is when I'm in the shower, right? Because there's no sound, there's no music, just shower. Or sometimes I drive without any music or any podcast playing, sometimes. And I use that as self reflection. I find time to reflect, I find time to be just, you know, just look inside. And I feel we need more of that. Because I honestly believe a lot of our problems can be solved that way. I really do. But yeah, be aware. Be aware of people who say they care about you, but they really want to, again, manipulate and to... Control you, I guess, would be the right word. You know, you like to be controlled, right? All right, you're gonna hear some typing. Woo, typing. All right, so let's go ahead and get to uh, comments from the previous episode. God, June twelfth, and it's already the end of the month. It's been ten days. Ah, oh, what's wrong with me? All right, from Right Calaf Coast, listening on Saturday, June twelfth. Been so looking forward to this. To quote a character from Ratatouille, let's do this. To err is to be human. To forgive is to ooh, excuse me, is to be divine. It's not how the, is that not how the saying goes. Should I edit that out? I'm not going to edit that out. Uh, very little divinity shared on social media and thus perceived to be common these days. Uh, tearing down is easy. Constructive criticism and helping oneself uh, or others around them to re- improve is hard. Poe body is nerfed. <laughs> uh, laziness, sloth, to do things which arguably can, uh, be an expression of the seven deadly sins is easy. I am, I too am guilty of doing such things. As the saying goes, men are not angels. Few learn from success. Often the big lessons are learned from failure. Reading and understanding history is a way of remotely seeing other failures and successes and thus the possibility of learning of other others' hard-earned lessons. Thanks for responding to our comments and for having another episode. Ah, oh, you're very welcome. Uh, I, I guess just the one thing I want to say here is we need to start being critical of ourselves again. I think we're, I don't think it's laziness, but I think we're just too, I think at least from what I see online, there's a lot of narcissism going along, a, a lot of self-righteousness coming, you know, going around, a lot of self-importance. Uh, 
And I don't know why. I mean, I know why. Because we allowed nobodies to become celebrities. We allowed nobodies to become important. We allowed nobodies to have a voice that is heard and revered by strangers. When in reality, we should be, again, looking at ourselves and building ourselves up and not trying to be the next Kim Kardashian or the next, um, I don't know, <laughs> uh, Chrissy Teigen, maybe. I don't know. I saw her name the other day. I'm like, oh, she's in trouble, I guess. I don't know. Weird stuff. Anyway, but like, you are allowed to not have to follow those things. And I see that a lot of people do. People follow TikTokers, then they think that, you know, the people who are who have a very nice voice and maybe look nice, they are often followed and liked and considered a, an expert in things that they have the right life advice. Now, look, I'm not saying I do, right? I'm not saying I do. That's the last thing I'm saying. I'm not saying anything I say is awesome and right and great. I'm just saying, think about it. Try it. If it doesn't work, try one of the things that these TikTokers say. <laughs> you never know. But yeah, it's hard to help ourselves and to help others because it, it's a lot of effort. It's just like, a re- again, like relationships. I think relationships die because people give up. Because it's too much work. Love is work. It's not just, oh, great, we love each other. <laughs> it's hard work. Friendship is hard work. All of this stuff, such hard work. And people don't want to put the work in. Which I can appreciate. It's hard. We got other things on our mind. We got other things. We got to pay our bills. We got to make sure we have a roof over our head and food in our belly. So yeah, that's tough to help others and to help ourselves. But people can. People do. People try. Hopefully, that'll be you. Anthony, uh, the, the way I see things is that no one really cares about anything anymore. Yeah, I said it. No one cares about their impact is going that that what their impact is going to make on anyone else or much less themselves. We are greedy and selfish. Everyone hoards everything. And if they hoard, then they overuse the resources that are available. Look at the natural resources like gas, solar, wind, solar power, wind, electricity. We abuse everything. We even abuse our own time and other time as well. Why do we even bother being sociable at all? I mean, that's a good question. I do believe I do agree we're selfish. One of the first things I said is in, in, in my very first episode of, Super, of Geek Love Radio in 2010, I said my first episode was how we are selfish. We are selfish human beings. That we do things for ourselves, for the benefit of ourselves. That altruism isn't a thing that exists. But that's not a bad thing. Because we want ourselves to survive. We want ourselves to prosper and to grow. We want ourselves to, to, to succeed and to benefit and to live long and prosper. <laughs> That's what we do. I don't know if it's necessarily greedy, but it's definitely selfish. We hoard our own time. Time is the one thing, and I, I think it's been a while since I've said this. Time is our one precious commodity. You could, you could have all the electricity, all the gas, all the whatever in the world, but if you're only going to live for another couple of days, what's the point? So time is our precious 
it, it, that is our money, right? That is our economy is time. Who we give it to, what we give it to, what we're allow, what we allow ourselves to think about, what we allow ourselves to do. That is the import. That is the very definition, the very embodiment of what is the most important, I think, commodity that we have. And so when you say that everyone hoards everything and that we hoard, we overuse our resources, that's true. We do. Because we understand the limitations of time. We understand that time can be fleeting or time can last forever. People can live to be 140 or, you know, die at a young age. We don't know. That's the, that's the uncertainty of it all, right? So we, we make every day as we, we try to live every day as if it was our last sometimes. Some people do, which is why we do the hoarding and why we abuse everything. Because why do we care once we're dead? We don't think to the future. We don't think about our ancestors, our children, our children's children. I mean, that's obvious, right? We don't really think about that stuff. I mean, look how parenting is for a lot of people. Look how people parent. Look how people um, raise their children. Right? Again, uh, I feel that if the vast majority of people raise children properly, TikTok, Twitch, things like that wouldn't exist. People wouldn't be, you know, all over OnlyFans because... We have a better sense of self-worth. Self-worth, And yes, I don't think people care about what is going to impact anyone else. But I do think that they do care how it impacts themselves. Maybe not so much anymore. Because again, we're so distracted by everything. That we forget about ourselves. We let ourselves go. Why do you think we're the, one of the fattest nations in the world? Right? Because we don't care about health, we don't care about our own our, our own well being. We allow ourselves to gain weight. We are we don't care about exercise. We want to read or watch the next thing. We'd rather be entertained than to be sweating. We don't want to put effort in. We don't want to work. I know I don't want to work. I'm fat. I'm a big guy. I don't do it. I try. I try to eat healthy though. I try to find it in other ways. And so yeah. I try because I want to be around for a long time. I have a reason to be around for a long time. Even when I didn't have uh, Martha in my life, I had a reason to be around. You know, I wanted to see things. I wanted to experience the world. I wanted to travel. I wanted to be with my friends at conventions. That's what, that was what I look forward to. That's what kept me going. So why, be even, why, why bother being sociable at all? Well, that's a personal question. What do you get out of being sociable? I'm not sociable. I'm not. I have a very small network of friends. I don't have this big, I don't know a hundred people. There was this contest where it's like, hey, you and a hundred of your closest friends can, you know, do go to this concert. It's like, I don't, I don't think I have 10 friends, let alone a hundred. Right. But there's this, you know, some people do. Some people have thousands upon thousands of people on their Facebook friends list that they consider actual friends who they spend time with, who they hang out with. I, have a, I actually have a friend of mine who is genuinely friends with dozens upon dozens of people. It blows my mind because I'm like, how do you find time for all of them? I barely have time for the people I have in my own life, which is like, again, like a dozen people. One dozen, not dozens upon dozens. One dozen people, probably. That's it. So... 
It depends on what you're trying to get out of it. What's Why even bother? I don't know. That's up to you to decide. For me, it's just, again, I like the experience. I like experiencing life with other people. I like doing things with other people. I like to, you know, there's this, there was a, one of my favorite events at a San Diego Comic-Con was like this laser tag game that I got to play with uh, my, uh, the host of Super Geeked Up, Jeff Burns, and my uh, the host of Points of Interest podcast, uh, Josh Honks, and like a bunch of other people. And we got to run around shooting at each other with laser guns. And that was fun. An experience that meant much more than if I did it by myself. Why be sociable? Because then those memories mean more. Having dinner at the end of the night and talking and socializing and getting to know each other and improving each other's lives through each other's, again, just presence. That's why it's worth getting to know people. For me. For you, it could be completely different. Maybe it's to, you know, gain economic advantage, or maybe it's for you to find a, a way to, to to escape reality. I don't know. Everyone has a different reason why they become social. Maybe again, for you know, for some, it's to find it's their dating service. It's, just, it's the, the being social is their dating app. Knowing people is their dating app. Maybe that's it. Who knows? All I know is that we all have different. Ideas, I was going to say purposes, but ideas of what the reason is behind being sociable. Ooh, it's getting late for me, I think. Having a hard time focusing on my brain here. All right, lastly, Internet Stranger. Hey, mate. Although you don't define success in monetary things, it is important to take care of yourself and start saving and investing in your future, whether it be stocks, etc. Not doing so will put your future at a disadvantage. Money isn't a measure of value, but it will definitely give you time, and time equals money. More time for you to do the things you love. 150% agree. Um, I need to... As a matter of fact, I'm actually trying to focus on that and trying to uh, make my monetary life a little bit better. Um little late, but better late than ever, I say. And hopefully be in a comfortable place so that when I'm older and I, I can't work, because I, I knew somebody, oh my God, a friend, uh, a friend of mine, her her dad worked until she, he was 90. I think, I don't know if he worked till he passed away. I, I, I don't have no idea, but wow, you know, some people work forever. Uh, but if it's something you love, I don't see a problem with that, you know? But yeah, you're right. Um, money is definitely, I know I romanticize what success is in my own world. Uh, I blame country music. I like country music. And country music is a very huge proponent about how you can live on love and you can live on each other's um, support and caring. And that may be true. Uh, if you live out in a farm or if you live out, in, out, live out just by yourself in a plot of land that you bought ages ago and all you got to do is go to the market every once in a while to buy some some fruit or maybe you grow your own vegetables, have your own livestock and you kind of take care of everything yourself. Like maybe you can just live off love. <laughs> but yeah, in, in the reality that we live in, in the world that we live in now, yeah, you need money, you need capital, you need something that, that can afford you a life of not luxury, but again, of comfort, of time, of the ability to, of freedom, really. Uh, money provide, money does not just equals time, but equals freedom and allows you to do things that you want to do that if you didn't have the money to do it, you couldn't. And I have so many friends who are doing it that way. 
I have three uh, lady friends of mine who are living that kind of life, right? I have one who travels everywhere, just lives out of her car and just travels to the most beautiful places. And that's how they live. You know, they, 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 they had the money and the resources to do that kind of life. Now, I don't know if they have to ever have to go to back to work. She's fairly young. If she has to go back to work, that's amazing. Uh, but the way she's living life, she's like, I'm just a traveler, right? Uh, another friend of mine, again, just has uh, a good, a good amount of resources and just lives, does whatever the hell she wants to do, travels, goes wherever she wants to go, you know, just lives life, uh, without, ever a second thought on like how much something costs because she can afford it. And then a third one who is just like lives in paradise, just does again, whatever she wants. And it, you know, just happy. I mean, maybe this fake again, they're so showing it through social media, maybe media, they may, they may be miserable human beings. <laughs> maybe they hate every moment of their, of their existence, but at least, you know, Online, it looks like they're having a great time, and they look happy, and they look like they're they're at at, at peace. So, but thank you, Internet Stranger. I think I know who you are, but I appreciate you writing in, and 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 I agree one hundred percent that um, having a good financial background and having a good finan- background, having good financial kind of um, foundation, uh, allows you again time and freedom that you wouldn't get anywhere else. Uh, unless you live in the, again live in the mountains by yourself with no no luxuries and just like you know live like they did in the in the eighteen hundreds, uh, then go for it. If that's if that's the life you want to lead, go for it. Uh, could be easier. Who knows? Could be harder. I don't know. All right. Anyway, look at this sub a sub hour long episode. I've, I haven't done that in a while. But thanks everyone for listening. Thanks everyone for for. For being here, I hope I was a little more concise and a little more um, streamlined this time around. Uh, this is only my third redo, so I had some time to think about some of the things I wanted to talk about. And I've been trying to eliminate my ums and my uhs, and I think I've done that to some degree here, where I don't do it as often, but I'm pretty sure I'm doing other things. OFSshow at gmail.com if you want to send an email. That's online friends simulator show.com at gmail.com. OFSshow at gmail.com. That's what the I shouldn't say the other thing because then you might think that's an email address. It's not. Ah. 347-450-4335. Continue to enjoy the random voicemails that I'm getting from people. Um obviously it's not from anyone listening because it's great. It's just like Hello? Is your sister what what? Is this a what? You know, it's just like weird voice messages. It's, it's, it's entertaining. Uh, Sincersarcasm.net if you want Sincersarcasm.net if you want to go to the website and do as these folks did and leave a comment on the episode itself. Go ahead and do that. I think that'd be a great time and a great uh, a great thing to do because other people get to see it as well. It's not just limited to me talking about it on here. Other people get to see it as well. And finally, a.k.a. the other guy on Twitter and Instagram. All right. Well, again, I hope that this recorded properly. I'm mildly worried. Not really. I'm going to leave the fan noise in the background because I know it screws with everything else if I try to get rid of the fan noise. But again, it is warm here in Southern California. I am warm. 
appreciate it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I will talk to you all next time. And please remember and please know that you have a friend in me. Not going to sing. All right. Bye, everyone.